something in progress. It always says it in such a Valley Girl voice, too. All right, we're being recorded. Don't move. Don't breathe. Don't do anything. I told the tablet, don't move. It's moving. It's auto-focusing. <laughs> wow, uh, you, got, you got fancy technology right there. I know. It's like I stopped moving, and it's like, it's like he's not even here. And it was just like... <sighs> <laughs> All right, folks, you missed like what was it literally almost an hour of us? Yeah, because I wanted to get fancy. I appreciate your patience on that. (laughs) You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, we were trying to get all pinky out and get fancy, uh, but it didn't quite work out that way. So how are you doing with the hunting song? Well, I want to tell you this like a parable. Okay, I'm ready. So imagine you're there on the hunt and the fox is getting away. Oh yeah. Well, we're, we're still working on chasing that fox because I haven't quite got the horse up to speed yet. Oh, so meaning let me, I'm going to be musician translate that. Okay. Okay. So that means that practicing didn't happen as much as you wanted it to. And you can't go really fast when you play it. Well, actually, what it really means is I allowed the fox to become friends with a hound and let them grow up together. Don't tell me that. that. So that when they became adults, you know, that there would be some really meaningful tearjerker moments. Now, the problem is when you practice in that fashion, it takes a really long time to get there. You just start crying and you have to get your tissues out a lot. Yeah, I mean, I was halfway through the intro and I just bust out the tears. Why would... Are you really just... I'll tell you, you got this nice little major chord. Right there, I'm like, man, you know what I really need? A middle note, so I can have some. And I just bust out the tears because I'm like, don't do that. Why did you have to remind me of the fox and the hound? Why? Why'd you have to do that? Because they're the best of friends. Mm -mm, Don't do that. But yeah, no, your initial assessment's right. <laughs> you, you just like red herringed it, though. You just like threw this red herring. <laughs> no, we're just gonna... Distraction. Yeah, distraction. Easily distracted. Uh, so, um, what, should we just like jump in so everybody can hear that we actually play piano and just don't BS all the time? Sure. Who wants to go first? We should rock, paper, scissors, shoot it. Okay. Okay, ready? Set. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What? We both went with scissors. Okay, okay, okay ready? ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, paper covers rock. I go first. <laughs> I'm Let's such a child. All right. So you listen. Give me your feedback. What you think I did well. What you think I can improve on. Um, okay. What kind of strategies you thought I employed. Any sort of general. And are you going to work through the whole piece? Or are you just going to do just, a section of it? Just the first page. Okay. This is Ritornello form, if I'm not mistaken. Modified. Pretty much. It's a modified ABA, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm just going to play the first part of it. Then maybe I was thinking next we'll work on part two. I think it's pretty much a modified ABA, right? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you said that, like, opening A section that repeats twice. Mm -hmm. And you get your nice little after repeat, that nice little B set. Kind of modulate a bit. 
and then we get back to right where we started with some lovely 16th note runs. Yep, so I'm just, uh, so I'm just starting, I'm going to the, ba, 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 right okay. before the repeat. So, here we go. really um it feels really comfortable yeah feels you know, yeah like, it, yeah i'm just like i'm like getting excited with, especially with those little arpeggios there you kind of get right on them you know they never get out of hand of hand on you now the only thing i could probably get more of and it could just be the microphone you know too or mm -hmm. just like and like the instruments we're playing on you know as well um i almost would like a little more um difference in the dynamics i agree with you on that one because yeah. i feel like i'm just like i'm just loud all over right now and really what i like is that you, you know you start loud and i can tell when you're backing off a little i mean the texture helps with that yeah. it kind of backs off a little itself but at least i can still tell when you get to the you know part right there mm -hmm. you know because you do make that very nice and forceful kind of like a trumpet call so i do really like that yeah, I am thinking um, of that, but I agree with you that I just, I feel like I'm not, I'm not doing that extreme from the, to the, and then really when it came to that next part, then, yeah. um, do you feel like it's your right hand or your left hand that's like slowing you down there? Both. Because I'm reaching through the octave, and then I'm doing that, and then I'm having to reach up and do this bit, and I'm like, I, it's like there's too many chickens running around in the hen house, and I can't herd them back. Yeah, um, on that, I can almost just say, like, the left hand actually, for the most part, sounded good, you know. I mean, it does do a lot of leaping. You yeah. Know? He only leaps up to like two chords and then mm -hmm. are just like that little, almost like stepping up bass. What are you doing for fingerings in the part? Mostly what's written in my score. So it's, um, uh, I don't know if I want to bring the camera over. So it's, so it's a uh, one, three, okay. one, three. And then I'm doing, then I'm going up to a two, a one, two. Uh, the two is on the G sharp. Then I'm hitting the C sharp with the four. Cool. Mm -hmm. So when you're going up, you're going. To, um, now my score, I didn't necessarily follow this fingering because I don't okay. necessarily feel right. That the three, one and three, mm -hmm. two, four, 
then I assumed five and three, and then it went to a five and one. Mm. And then jumps to the three, two, four. Okay. See, I draw... Go ahead. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I didn't feel that was necessarily comfortable. I was like, da, 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 um, you know, I think just exactly mm -hmm. what you did, you know. Da, da, okay. Da, um, I already jumped. Yeah. yeah, I already jumped from a 1-3 to the 2-4, then to the 1-3, and then I shift to the 2-1. Okay. Right. I, I, that was just a personal decision. I don't know. There wasn't. Yeah. It just felt better, but it might not be distributing the voicing right. But I think it is. I think it's okay. Mm -hmm. Do but, you think maybe just so I could hear it again, could you play that part kind of with the starting from the... Sure. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I, I can do this so you can see better. Yeah, so with the left hand there, only advice I can give on that. We, we kind of talked about it a bit, which is kind of mm -hmm. like practicing. The... Yeah. And the other thing I think was really cool when I found out I was practicing it is because, like, there's a lot of it that he's really kind of banging out those chords over and over, you know. Now, what does that make very difficult? The dynamics, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, so one thing is, is that there's a lot of the times you can really actually back off pretty far from that left hand and still get the effect. You know, because once again, like, this is a kind of quick movement piece. There's that. Could we, like, crescendo it all through? Like, could we start that and then just kind of grow it, like, soft and then grow it a little bit? Or is it just too much? You can't really get anything out of that? Uh, which part? Mm. When we have those octave chords, like... Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know what your score has written in there. Um, mine actually has a crescendo written into the score. Now, uh, I mean, can we do little mini crescendos with that left hand, though? Like, um, take a listen to this. I'll do it slow. So, there's what do you definitely think? nothing wrong with doing it. I think I would come to a different conclusion on that myself. Okay. Um, because I almost feel that, like, at first it feels like, okay, it's going to give more forward momentum. But then I'm thinking that the line itself feels longer mm. in general. Okay. You know, uh, let's see if I can get, like, uh... Ooh, let me start earlier. What was I playing? I was playing a G natural. Here's what I'm doing. How? Oh, golly G. Mm. 
part of it for me on that one really wants to like feels that a lot of that can make the the left hand feel more busy than it needs to be because mm. okay. like he's really kind of going for like you could almost oh man i feel bad so, uh, i'm gonna feel guilty or yell that for this one but yeah i almost feel like if you could even just get that important than like all three of them you know mm. i don't know if you had this problem when practicing them good gosh sometimes when i was practicing slow i would just hit the chord over and over even when it wasn't supposed to be going. i did that no i did that too and then whenever because that's not supposed to be because there's an eighth note there's three eighth notes and then you're supposed to hold that quarter and then you're supposed to be off of it by the by the sixth beat which mm -hmm. I'm sure I was very sloppy on that. So I need to do more careful practice of that particular end of the A section. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's been the hardest part for me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I love that end though. Just the way it's like, I, I usually, one thing I love about Mendelssohn is just how he'll just like hang out on that. <laughs> you know, yep. like hangs out, you know. Maybe this song is the reason that I want to learn how to hunt. <laughs> oh so what troubles did you feel like you ran into and maybe not necessarily troubles but what do you mm -hmm. feel like barriers were for you like this, maybe not necessarily from the piano but you know this was the hard part this was this part here this uh right here the specifically The, uh, and over and over. I don't know why those perfect chords. It, it feels a little awkward. Yeah. Like, like, and it feels like, for me, it feels like I'm going to lean up this way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's not a fun place. Yeah, no. It's coming back, you know, because then you have the. Yeah. Even that part goes a lot easier. And then, like, right hand does it. Yeah, kind of the non simultaneous release was getting me. Mm hmm. That's where I was running into some problems with that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, also the jumping the octaves, and it's just that painstakingly slow practice, just mm -hmm. so you get used to where everything lays out. Um, so the next part for me, I'm going to take your suggestion and I need to make more of a, um, contrast with the dynamics. And I also need to work on the eighth notes, making sure I'm observing the rest at the ends of these eighth notes where I'm going to make a new pedal. That's what it has marked in my score. <clears throat> <clears throat> so like you said, I need to make differences there and I need to figure out. So you, you're telling me also, I need to calm down on that left hand with the octave, you know, those big long big chords i need to calm down a little bit yeah little bit. you know okay. like it's um like a lot of it like especially considering mendelssohn you know is it like eh, you know he's not full-blown romanticism the way we mm -hmm. kind of get you know like uh a lot of this is very like classically minded very you know like kind of straightforward almost like not, not not in the box but you know you know what i'm trying to say like it's very crystalline and how it's kind of put together you know okay. um and a lot of the left hand because if, if you go too much of the left hand 
um, I found when I recorded, you know, myself just to hear some playback on it, that like it would slowly start to drown out everything else. Mm. You know, okay, like, and, and that's why there's a lot of times with the left hand, like sometimes you really like. I don't think you were particularly doing it, but like you know, like in this part here, where towards the end. get that sound out i barely have to play that at all and i still yeah look at the forte you know mm -hmm. uh especially since i gotta bring that down to a piano pretty fast but yeah um but it yeah, is I... really really easy to just like pound with the left hand yeah yeah that yeah, I tried to make myself really aware of that because I did feel like it was just going to, I was going to hyper-focus. No, not really. I'm, I'm not hyper-focused on that because the cord's smaller and I don't have to stretch my hand out as much. Mm -hmm. And I don't have the jumping going on, so I you can hear me not focusing on the left hand as much by the way that I'm playing. <laughs> so, yeah, well, thank you for the feedback on that. So I will keep that in mind as I kind of keep... One of my piano teachers likened it to watering the plants. Like you got to water the plant a little bit. Once the plant grows, you got to keep watering it. So, but uh, yeah, oh, then then I guess we'll be moving on to that next section where it gets a little bit like, oh no, the fox is getting away. <laughs> yeah. Or um. So I don't know if you were into trouble with this one, but I think we both kind of had some issues actually practicing for about a week or so. <laughs> Yeah, what happened? Like, I got sick or something, and... You know, the thing is, is I almost don't think it matters what happened. It, it just... was just kind of like, stuff happened, life happened, essentially. Being an adult. Um, And then, like, like a week and a half passed, you know, and you're just yeah, like, Yeah, we were oh, like, yeah, what did we do? Yeah. You know, um, so I know I kind of ran into that. And, you know, we were originally talking about, I was kind of like, you know, talking a bit about like, oh man, how do you find time to balance? Like, oh man, the, the needs of practicing the instrument, you know, versus like, well, Because it doesn't just else. happen. It, everyone says it just happens. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't happen. And, and it's like, you know, now that we're, you know, we're in our thirties, um, we don't get the same kind of time that was expected of us to say at the top of our game. Or granted, you know? rather. Yeah, you know, like, um, I mean, I'm not pulling any four to five hour practice days. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm in a very fortunate position now that I can manage three hours a day practice. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty consistent um, unless something comes up. But I, yeah. I can that but that's still getting split that's not yep. just working on this like yep. you know i mean i got a couple other solo pieces i'm trying to get working i mean i was i was taking the jazz lessons and then you know i i, I oh, work yeah. and so i gotta learn church music all the time <laughs> yeah oh well yep same deal over here yeah. but you're a little bit earlier on in your church music journey <laughs> yeah i hadn't, hadn't done it in quite a while and they just keep mm -hmm. you know never ends so i mean like oh, yeah so even when you get time to practice, it's like, oh, man, I don't get to just practice whatever I want. You know, I have. No, and you don't. Yeah. Commitments I've made. And, oh, yeah. Know. All right. And that, no, I think then we both kind of got hammered on it pretty well in the past week, though. Yeah. Laid up this one. Oh, I yeah. Take, I did take a different approach. You were specifically kind of working the um, the first section. Is that correct? So I'm, I am going to just play the first section because the other sections I have are not 
quite as there as the first section right now. Yeah, I those 16th, man, that's going to be whenever the podcast series on this particular piece is going to get real interesting. So what I did was kind of like what we were talking about before, where I actually broke it up into different sections. And um, I really hammered that home with that kind of tempo work I was talking about, where I'm like doing it at what I feel is my half tempo to what Mm -hmm. I feel is going to be a good performance tempo, which for me, I have just written down in my notes in the score. Like um, I started at like 40 on a metronome for every dotted quarter note. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Cause I kind of, I divided it up in thinking of more like a two, one, two, one, rather than a one, two, three, four. Although I am mostly, I just didn't want all the ticks, you know, the tick, 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 tick. Uh, I did do the yeah. tick, 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 so I wouldn't sort of let myself get my own idiosyncratic rhythm. <laughs> now, I did start with that. Like, I think I actually started about, like, 100 on the metronome, and once I got to about 120, I'm like, I can, I'm just not going to worry about yeah, it, you know, because it really does feel like it's in that kind of two, you mm-hmm. know, overall. Um, but, like, I'm not going to try to play it this way now, but today, like, this A section, I got up to... 76 for the dotted Ooh, quarter. Ooh, nice. Uh, which is about actually where I want it performance-wise. Because, I mean, I feel that's, like, a good speed that, like, it's fast. But I can hear everything that's going on. Yeah, yeah where I'm at with you in this one is about where I want the tempo to be. But I slowed down once I got to that section with the octaves, the octave yeah. jumps left hand. Yeah, I slowed down a little bit. I think I slowed down by, like, 8 or 10 beats. And then I broke up the B section into two parts, and that was mostly just because of um, page layout. Yeah, okay. I I started with the whole, you know, you know, all the way till it gets to that nice little. um, And that was like right where the page turn was. So that, that was another section for me. Yep. I think I got that to about a 66 before I was mm-hmm. done this week. The second half of that, oh man, what did I do? Yeah, yeah, I got to about 66 for both those sections. Then those lovely, lovely. Oh man, I'm going to have to like, I get monkey grip on those. I monkey grip so bad on that. Are you like, you're, you're tightening up? I'm tightening up like right. I'm like gripping in to try and make it work better. So one thing I can give some advice on, like from when I had to do the, you know, that etude there. Um, Ooh, showing uh, off the guns. <laughs> um, was just like, um, once again, it was a lot of like metronome work. Yeah. But I would kind of start that one once again, like at a very, because you want to be able to still keep it. You know, whatever. And I would literally take a chunk of it and I would play through that, let's say, like 10 times at that speed and then break the you super know, slow speed or the high speed? Uh, starting at the slow speed. You know? uh, so okay. In case I would take, uh, you know, how it kind of switches back and forth or whatever. I would take just that section of the. And then it switches, I know. Everything up uh, to where it starts doing the whole. Yeah. And I would just do that section alone at least 10 times at a very slow speed before I ratchet up the metronome a bit. Okay. And the idea idea for me is to really keep everything loose. Because if I just gun through it, 
And I mean, to me, that is separate work from putting the hands together. Cause like yeah. you need that song. Anyway, I, I need to shut up and butcher this thing myself. <laughs> butcher, please. You've definitely put a lot of intellectual work into it at least. <laughs> that is evident. All right, let's take a listen. Okay, so I will make one excuse for myself before I start playing. All right. Now, did you just see that eye roll? <laughs> <laughs> this is not my piano. Oh, okay. So this is not my practice instrument. This is a, um, it's kind of a beaten up upright that I use when I teach out at H&H. &H and between it and the uh, Yamaha little P125 I have over there. Yeah. I figured real piano, whatever, but some notes. <laughs> It sounds like a little drunken honky tonk piano. What if you yeah. played honky tonk cat on it? <laughs> oh man, I don't want to play honky. Uh... <laughs> All right, enough. All right. All. Okay. ambitious hunter with this one i feel like you just got like one goal in mind you're just like zoom the fox <laughs> i am always so used to hearing mendelssohn like fast yeah I don't know about you. like like I, even now i'm feeling slow and i'm like i feel like i've heard some of that earlier and you're like and i guess that's technically correct yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine was a bit slower than yours, I feel like. Um, no, but I thought, I think I have the same note for you as I would just want to hear more, more, even more difference in the dynamics because I don't feel like our fortes are forte enough and I don't feel like our pianos are piano enough. So there is one good thing I, I know on that one that I won't, can't do on this one as well or it doesn't come out as well. Yeah. With our lovely friend that we don't ever use as much, the unicorda. Oh, the unicorn. You know, like, so when I get to, uh, let's see if I can do it. I'll do it slower. Sure. Oh. Yeah, I think adding in the unicorder would help. Um, and it's mostly just because if the speeds were going, man, I can't turn on a dime. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I think you played faster than me, didn't you? Maybe. I wasn't Maybe. paying attention. Okay, I feel like you did. But that's good. Um, and that's what I need to get to. Um, there were some points where you did keep like that, that F sharp, uh, that F sharp 
Mm, is that one's a yeah, you kind of kept that F sharp going when it was supposed to be held for a half note. So just kind of watch out. It just keeps. Oh, the. Yeah. I've done that so many times. Yeah, exactly. You won't believe how many times I've done that while practicing. Yeah. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Um, trying to think, maybe just a couple more points where um the line actually builds, kind of bringing the line up a little bit more because I can kind of really hear you mm -hmm. focusing on that left hand whenever mm -hmm. you get to that octave section that we spent so much time. <laughs> yeah. I can hear you mentally focusing. Yeah, we got that right hand melody a little more. Yep. But you have a really good steady beat, like, you know, when me, when I got to that octave section, I'm like, and slowed down a bit, and you, you just kept barreling right through. But I think sometimes that's like the choices we're making when in yep. performance itself, which is a whole other thing. So, like, this is a song that we don't have at our performance level yet. Yep. So, like, what choices are we going to make when we hit a section we just don't know? Yeah. In your instance, you chose note accuracy, and in my instance, I chose... Boom! Let's just keep <laughs> let's just keep our pulse, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, that's I'll, funny. I'll just hope that your everybody's ears will do the work for me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like um, so that those are like similar notes for you, yeah. And like, look at those, look at that note accuracy. But I feel like I'm mm -hmm. preaching to the choir if I tell you that to like do the slow practice stuff. And I'm gonna sound too much like your piano teacher if I would say that. So, but you already oh, know. No, what no, you no. Need. This is where we look at the camera and we tell anyone listening taking piano lessons. Slow practice, practice. mofos. Ah! So when we say slow practice, I don't think y'all understand how slow we're talking here. This I will is tell you what I told the student today. I said, you need to practice it so slow that either you hate me or I hate you. Perfect. Has to hate each other by the end of this. Here's what, here's how it goes. When I was practicing slow, this is how slow I was going. Even better, you go even slower. It's as slow as you can stand. Like if you need to go. We can slow it down even more. saying slow it's not just about slow practice it's about voicing you know so when you're slow practicing well i know you're not this is for anyone listening you know like really making sure that like they're not making progress when they're doing that but you're saving having to go back and clean that so you're actually saving time oh yeah so and if you yeah can't play it slow you can't play it fast so that's 
<laughs> it's almost as slow as you can play it is almost it's like an inverse rule is that how fast you can play it later yeah and really that gives you time to check all the other ins and outs because we're not talking about just like you know voicing or getting all the notes mm -hmm. sometimes just like being able to like keep your wrist loose feel how everything mm -hmm. feels when roost uh, when loose you know like uh, especially when we kind of get lighter and you have that on that to mm -hmm. feel really comfortable in those notes and then especially when you get to the you know like mm -hmm. if you do that too much with your fingers which i was just doing right then you're going to tire out oh yeah having the tension like right in here yeah mm -hmm. Um, and so like, so we're talking to people about that and sharing our practice experiences. Like, what do you do to get yourself back on track? First, I have to stop myself with the guilt trip, you know, cause that will be a barrier for me to get to the piano and I might, I'll have my phone near me, but I'll put it on do not disturb and I'll set, I'll set a timer for however long I'll give myself a 10 minute chunk that I'm going to focus. And if 10 minutes, like, like I try to avoid time wasters um if i find i'm sitting on my phone i'm scrolling through facebook i get up i go over and i start practicing like if i wasted 10 minutes on facebook i can waste waste 10 minutes on something that's keeping my brain healthy and is a good cultural mm -hmm. product i i think really the other thing on that too because like the timing the timer is a great idea like uh you know especially even if you're just wanting to do oh, i'm going to spend 30 minutes on the a section 30 minutes on the B side, however you want to do it. I'm just picking yep. out random numbers, you know, because it's, it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, you may only be able to focus for 15 minutes at a time before you yep. need to get up, move or whatever. So, mm -hmm. you know, make use of those 15 minute chunks. Um, I tend to like to have two 25 minute chunks in an hour with a 10 Ooh, minute. That's break. good. You know, well, five minutes each time, but you know. Yeah. Um, and it makes it real easy to plan my practice schedule out a little bit. Um, keeping a practice journal is actually really helpful oh i haven't now, done that now not you don't have to put much in there like sometimes okay. it's just because you'll go online and you'll find people who literally like they make them works of art you know and they hmm. put all this extraneous information in there you know like okay keeping a a note to yourself that oh yesterday i practiced my c major scale okay now i know not to practice it today you know hmm. same with like pieces okay i played this piece i had this issue with it you know mm -hmm. or i did this really well you know like just like little notes for yourself you can almost kind of bullet journal it for yourself just like yeah. little little tidbits of information that could just remind you of what you've been doing and also another big one um start with the end practice from the end oh like when I set to practice this one, my two biggest points were the beginning and the end. Because oh. if I screw up in the middle, I'm not going to remember it as much. But if I get the beginning, yeah, you'll remember that. And if I nail the end, you're going to remember that. And I don't want to end up in a position that I've been in before where it's just like, oh, man. Um, last page just sucks. Ah! That's good. I, I I probably should pop over to that, then also go over well, to the... Well, you know, it's because we do that repetitive practice, and every time the idea is, oh, we start from the beginning. 
Yeah. So like today I started from the beginning. I did my sections. That means tomorrow I should really start from the end and work it backwards, you know. Oh. And then maybe the day after in the middle, whatever yeah. I'm feeling at that point. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think that's something I need to do, too, is start adding a practice journal. Um, and like, yeah, so that's a practical thing that I tell people when they're like, how do you play so many instruments? How are you studying like six languages? And how are you working? How are you keeping it? Like, I actually keep a clean house. You can only see one part of it, but I actually keep a clean house. They're like, how do you do all that? And you also have a social life. Everyone asks me, how do you do that? I put my phone down and I sleep. Those are two big things. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, um, deleted, I deleted the Facebook app off my phone. I, I have it on Safari, but I don't have the app. Yeah, and when I did that, I magically discovered two hours of time every day. Wow. Yeah, you know how much you can get done with two extra hours. A lot more practice for Mendelssohn and to come exactly. on the podcast. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, those are some practical tips that I tell people. Like, when you sit there and you notice you're scrolling through Facebook, I'm sorry, that next video that uses the Bally Girl voice that sounds like Kim Kardashian is not going to make your life any better. <laughs> like, so, what, I mean, what are some practical tips that you give people? For me, it's notice how much time you're on the phone. Set the phone down. It'll be there. You'll have a wait in line that you have to do. You can check out your phone at that point or when you're taking a poo. That's fine. You know, it's just like breaking out the newspaper whenever you were trying to take a dump back in the day. <laughs> that's fine. That's phone time. But when you're like out and about and you're you have a kind of a down moment, that's the time where you dig carve out some practice time. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a really practical tip that I have. And the timer is one, too. Yeah, the timer is the one I've heard quite a bit. And it's one I use. Uh, the journaling is another one. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it goes I gotta add that one. a little bit is planning your practice session. Oh. Because, okay, so, you know, like, how long did you get to practice today? Uh, I noodled around 20 minutes before you came on while you were dealing with your tech stuff. Okay, yeah. So, you had 20 minutes of practicing. Now, we all know that if you have, like, any time of, like, just steady practice every day, that's going to be a lot better than if you just, you know, last minute try to do it. So what yep. do you do when you have a limited time and you only have 20 minutes, you go in with a plan, mm -hmm. you know, and that's where those timers come in really handy. Okay. I only got 20 minutes. Okay. I'm going to do five minutes warm up a scale just to feel good. Okay. Boom. Five minutes yep. on the section. I know. Boom. Good. 10 minutes on the section. I don't know. Uh, okay. So come in with a plan, right? You know? Yeah. And, and that is where the journal can help out majorly. Because then at least you have a wall, you know, a record of what you've done, what you've been mm -hmm. doing. Um, because like our schedules change from from day to day, you know. Today I got to practice about three and a half hours before I got to teach. Ooh, you know? nice! But I was but I was running through a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Like I was not just working on Mendelssohn. I did yeah. like you know I was trying to get you know some warm up stuff that I did for about thirty minutes. You know, I, I <gasps> look who came to visit. No, a cat. A cat. <laughs> and, and mind you, like, you know, spending like that long, it ends up taking a four hour chunk of time because you can't sit at your camp that whole yep. time. Yeah. Because every once in a while you need to get up and stretch, walk, move around, yep. Go outside, you know, like it's yep. don't sit at the piano hunched over. That's not good. I do that. Yeah, that happens like, to me. Your back will hate you. Your back yep. and shoulders hate you after a while. Yeah. 
I gotta remember myself when I'm in the middle of my repetitions. I'm like, okay, sit up, Jeff. Sit up. Sit up. Um, yep. Sit Did up. you hear that, Bella? Uh, sit up, kitty. Sit up. Sit up. Uh, the other part, I think, the other advice would just be like some of the more mechanical issues of playing. You know, one, practice slow so you can physically feel how you're moving because you want to stay loose for the most part. Yep. If you're feeling really awkward with a place, check your fingerings and just experiment around with it. You know, yep. I don't have a particularly big hand. I got, you know, I got. We got hands. little. We got little hands. Got little hands. I got a big gut and short T-Rex arms. Not really ah! <laughs> conducive to playing piano. So, like, I'm always looking for ways to make my life easier on that front. Yeah. My cat decided to join the podcast. So, Babes, do you have any uh, practice advice? He didn't say anything. I figured. <laughs> Anywho. Well, cats, are secretive, cats are secretive uh, creatures when it comes to that. They're not going to share their wisdom. I know. They're just little, little silent oracles. Yeah. Okay, honey, it's almost cuddle time, so I'm just going to let you be free, and I will cuddle with you later. Shoo-shoo, I love you. Shoo-shoo. Yeah, I'm that lady with cats. I don't care. Um, so good. Oh, I do have one other tip. Yeah. Don't be afraid to mark your score. Oh, yeah. I got some of that going on. Exactly. Some of that. Not uh, not as much as I'm going to have yet. I mean, it's like you look at some professional pianist and you look at the markings on their score. You can't even read the notes. They have so many notes and colorings on the page, you know. Do you feel it? I mean, do you almost think that's counterproductive sometimes, though? To an extent. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think sometimes there there are, you know, the people who are doing it so that you know how smart they are. No, I mean, I don't think a completely clean score is the way to go. But a couple notes for yourself is like. Well, I always recommend and what I tell my students is, is OK, you hit a spot that you mess up. And I didn't do it because I usually if I'm practicing from a tablet, which they're great to use on that as well. I'm using my other one, which is a bigger screen, and I can mark it with the, you know, the mm-hmm. stylus, and that comes in real handy. But, you know, okay, you know, I missed some notes here, you know. Da, da, yeah. Da, da. Okay, well, then I need to circle those notes. Annotate. Note. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay, I messed up, you know. And then every time I miss it, I just do another circle around it, you know. And if I have notes for myself beyond just what's on the page, like, okay, no. Switch hand positions here because you're actually mm-hmm. moving and you miss that. Okay, write in that day crescendo or the crescendo so that's real big so that you know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I know what I'm doing, yep. you know. Um, so, yeah, I know it's just like, you know, make use of being able to write in your score. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. scripture. Ah! And that is the biggest oh. thing I think, I the biggest soapbox I can get on for another time is that it's not <laughs> scripture. These composers were very human people, you know, and they change their mind about their own pieces all the time. Good. Well, I think so. Our plan for next time is work a bit from from the end of the piece and then also work on the so-called B section. Yeah, that works. Okay, and we'll bring that next time uh, whenever life allows, because we're in our 30s and we have full time jobs. So. I just want to do, did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z as a kid? I did, but I was more of a okay. Sailor Moon girl. That's fine. So maybe you'll recognize the voice next time on High Resolution Live. <laughs> you did not just. 
Jeff and Annette will attempt to punch the B section of the Mendelssohn. But will it connect? Find out next. And it'll be the same thing. Like, you know, we'll literally start the B section. We'll stop and talk for 30 minutes, and then it'll be time for the next episode. <laughs> oh, my God. You just Dragon Ball z my podcast. I did. I'm going to find my Dragon Ball Z shirt for next time. Oh, no! <laughs> ah, that's excellent. Well, thank you again, Jeff, for coming right. on the podcast. I think All we did right. pretty good. I was impressed. <laughs> like, really, I thought you did really well with that. because we oh, both Thank were you. Like, I really liked what you were doing, too. Like, thank uh, you. Yeah. I kind of felt like we both were sort of like, oh, great. We said we were going to do this, and we petered out like the losers that we are. And then we're like, no, in our darkest hour, we will find the strength within. And then we were just literally like, no, we're going to be losers, but we're going to be losers in front of people. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's the uh, it's the age of the Internet. There's no other exactly. way to be a loser other than to advertise it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. Sounded awesome. And next time on High Resolution Life. <laughs> See you next time. Thanks for listening and watching, folks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.